0: Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. to you directly from East Selkirk, Manitoba in a beautiful sunny day, I want to welcome Jade Turner. Welcome to at Home, Jade. And you look so relaxed. (laughs) I know. It's like we're doing, yeah, not going anywhere. And so, you know, this is it. But uh, we finally get together. I know that it's been a crazy, crazy year for everything, your music, COVID, work, having a baby, and now I know that he's two years old, so a lot of time has passed. How have you kind of, if you kind of reflect back, uh, you know, a year ago, Jade, uh, you're riding high, emerging artist on the country music scene, uh, ready to work and launch a new record, and then COVID hits, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so
1: I was I had already um, recorded most of the songs for the album back uh, before I had my son. And then I f- found out that I was pregnant. So I finished the like minor details of that. But then I was like, I'm not going to release it because I'm just having a baby. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> and then I was getting ready to release it again. And COVID came. So I was like, no, <laughs> no, Oh still like i was going to take advantage of that mat leave right Mm -hmm. so i did end up releasing one song and just kind of like feeling out um the environment i guess because it's a totally different environment now from when before COVID hit so um i released highway town last Mm -hmm. year and june i believe it was And I just kind of waited and just to see how the how it was going to go and, you know, whether or not I was going to release the whole album. And then I didn't end up releasing the whole album. But then this year I was like, you know what, we don't know what's going to happen. So why am I going to keep holding on to this? So (laughs) um, I released Hangover Blues, you know, in February and it's been doing really well. And I'm very proud of that. But it was a risk um, to take a more bluesy song to country radio (laughs) And, and also, like, the timing of it, too. Like, it's, it's a long song. So I did take a risk, but I'm very happy that I did. Um, it got me opened up to more audiences, so worked yeah. out.
0: Oh, no. And it's true, right? Uh, releasing albums and the whole machinery and the business behind it, too. There's a lot of people and a lot of different uh, cogs in the wheel, right, to make sure that everything rolls out uh, on the, you know, the right way.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's just it's really hard to get people's attention right now because everybody is in their own little worlds right now. So, you know, it's it's a lot of work. Um, but it's always a lot of work and you just gotta try and figure things out.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. And what is it like now for you being a mom and and juggling work and juggling music too, right? It's kind of crazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's a lot. Um I wasn't expecting it to be this much. Luckily for us, we have a good daycare. So when I am on my days off, um, like today, it works out or I can get set up and, you know, do the interviews and do anything that I need for music. So my days off are actually more busy than the days I go to
0: work. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But it is, probably you find a balance though too, right? Like the music balances you off from work and being a mom and vice versa.
1: Yeah, I need music. Like, I was getting really lonely and, uh,
0: you know, not feeling
1: like myself, I guess, until I started getting back in the scene again. And now now I feel like I feel so much better. And I'm obviously going to be a better mom for that, too. Right. So, yeah, it's been really great.
0: Has music always been within you,
1: Jade? Yeah. um, I don't remember a time that I didn't sing, to be honest. And I think the first the first song I wrote, I was a really young kid. And I was living on a really remote reserve, and I was getting um, picked on a lot, like a lot, a lot. And so I decided in that time that I was going to skip school and not um, go, and I ran into the bush, and I would just go sit in there and write all day until finally my mom realized, like, okay, where where are you? Like, you're not, like, I think the school might have phoned. Like, she thought I was getting on the bus, and I wasn't in the school. Like, okay, she's not coming to school. What's going on? so then I got busted
0: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah busted busted I guess you know well you know it's interesting that you say that and now that you're a mother and you know you've got a child uh, how and you've gone through these lived experiences of facing bullying and that how will you and I don't want to use the word protect but how will you work that work through that with your child as he gets older
1: You know, I have no idea. I I often think about that a lot. And I think I'm just going to have to talk to him and and, uh, try and help him realize that um, everybody, like bullies are going through something as well. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with him. And I think that's what I'm going to have to really focus on. Because you're not going to stop bullying. It's going to be ha- it, like no matter what, it's it's there and it's it sucks, but it's going to happen, you know. And I think the only the only thing I could do is give him those tools to realize that it has nothing to do with him personally, and um, also to voice to, to stick up for himself a little bit too, and mm-hmm. voice like you know this is not right, and also stick up for other kids that are getting bullied. So yeah. That's all. <laughs>
0: Do you remember how you coped with it finally and became the person that you are today? Um, it took a lot of a lot of years.
1: Like I, I moved, I want to say I've lived in fifteen different communities in Manitoba. Yeah, we moved a lot. So I was always a new girl, and um, with my mom being a nurse, we would go to a lot of places that did that had a lot of um, poverty and stuff. So. I would go there, you know, with uh, newer clothes, you know, for school every year. And then there's a lot of kids that don't have that. And so I didn't realize it back then. But, uh, you know, that that had to do a lot with the bullying. And so I I dealt with it through music. I no matter what community that I was in, I would always have my singing and I'd always have my music. And that was like my safety net mm-hmm. and pretty much what started you know, my music um, career and everything that I... I used to sing Shania Twain, I used to sing
0: Celine Dion, Faith Hill. <laughs> Whoa! Let's just go and start at the top, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting, though, too, Jade, that you are in a profession where you, have, you get feedback or, you know, you either get the audience loving you or the audience not being with you and releasing a new song. Are people going to like it? Are they going to buy it? that like is really a lot of pressure on yourself too is it not
1: it is but then I've also realized that not everybody's gonna like my stuff and that's okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm proud of it and you know I tried my best and just keep working on it and I absolutely lo- like I know it sounds so weird but I love the feedback if you don't like it I want to know why mm-hmm. and and I'm not gonna take it personal. Like I, I, just I can't. Like you can't do that when you're in music business. And so, like I always ask for feedback. Like why aren't you gonna be playing this song? Or you know, uh, why don't you like this song? So that I can work on the next song and figure it out and try and be better. You know, and it's just growth. I have yeah. to learn to grow.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? And that's such a great and refreshing kind of attitude too, because I know that people. You know, take things so personally. And then with social media, right? It doesn't help sometimes. But yeah. I guess you have to be on social media. And so is your persona on social media different than, you know, the jade at home? Or can you separate the two of them? How does that I work? I
1: think so. And I think it's like, like I'm trying to figure out that balance, too, because a lot of I post a lot of stuff that's more home. Like I'm a mm-hmm. more home uh, based person artist I guess okay. I post my son and I post my family and different things like that and I don't try to um, over exaggerate my life I guess in the sense but at the same time a lot of um, country artists that I know that have like so many followers they are their lives are exaggerated on social media mm-hmm. so I'm kind of trying to find that balance of like <laughs> how to get these like other people involved without being something that I'm not I guess and it's kind of hard but I'm just trying to be me and not. Uh, I don't want to stress myself out over it at the same time. So,
0: well, I think you found your your niche right now, so to speak. I mean, I I love Hangover Blues, and I think it it is a perfect song for country right now. And uh, so, moving forward, when do you hope, or do you know when you're going to go back on the road or your first live performance?
1: I am sitting and waiting to. Um, see what dolphin fest is going to do oh, right. i've been on their roster for a few years and it keeps getting canceled <laughs> oh no oh. And that's, that's been my dream for a lot of years to play dolphin fest so i'm just waiting and i'm like what is that what are the festivals gonna do you know and um i don't know really quite what i'm gonna do this summer with with music um it's all a learning process i hope and hope and hope to play some live shows um mm-hmm. I miss it a lot I've been you know obviously I'll be doing um stuff online but I do miss that that feeling that you get even um just listening to other artists play you know it's just yeah. like oh I just miss that <laughs> getting that connection and everything
0: well and just yeah seeing the audience there in front of you and and seeing their reaction I mean that that that's what live performance is all about so yeah we hope too that we can go to Dauphin Fest and go to some of these festivals but they're probably going to have to be reimagined yeah so but uh anyways it sounds like you've managed I guess through all of this what have you learned about yourself Jade um
1: I learned that I actually do like peace and quiet um (laughs) I went from go, 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 go all the time. Even including when my son was first born, the first three months we went camping four times. Um, And that's the way I was. (laughs) And now I'm like, I'm okay to just sit still and take it all in and take a moment for myself, you know, and not always have to be out there uh, doing something. Like it's okay Mm -hmm. to just sit back. And I've learned that, that I really like that. Um, And it's kind of odd (laughs) in a sense, because like, Like I said, it feels kind of weird not doing things all the time, but then I am doing things all the time at the same time. It's, I don't know, it's like a balance.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? We all have to learn how to balance things and uh, we're just so happy that we can finally connect and we can hardly wait to see you perform live. So I know that will be, I think, hopefully soon. I think by the summer. And definitely, definitely want to meet your son. What's his name? His name is Jackson. Oh, Oh, Jackson. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Jackson Turner, another country star. He's going to be singing, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. Well, thanks so much again, Jade Turner. Check her out. Hangover Blues is on, and you can download. Uh, Where can we get your song, Jade? Every
1: single platform that you can find out there. It's everywhere. (laughs) It's everywhere.
0: Good. That's a great answer. (laughs) Thanks so much, Jade. Thank you.
2: i looking for your next high It's not
0: Listening. This has been a production of I Like podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid podcast. That's right. Find us at the cashkidpodcast.com or listen in on places like Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Spotify or YouTube. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.